Business and bourbon listeners, are you passionate about craft beer, cider, or spirits? You ever thought about turning that passion into a career or a business? Listen, guys, I am so excited to tell you about South Puget Sound Community College's craft beverage business management program. You see, SPSCC's craft beverage business management program is designed to provide you with the skills and knowledge you need to succeed in one of the fastest growing sectors in business. So whether you're looking to start your own craft brewery, cidery, or distillery, or you want to work in marketing, sales, or management in the craft beverage industry, SPSCC's craft beverage business management program is the perfect choice for you. With a curriculum that includes courses on beverage production, distribution, and marketing, you'll learn the ins and outs of the craft beverage industry from some experienced professionals. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to network with industry leaders and gain valuable hands-on experience through internships and field trips. But check this out. That's not all. With SPSCC's Craft Beverage Business Management Program, you'll also have access to state-of-the-art facilities and equipment, including a beautiful pilot brewery, cidery, and distillery. You'll learn the latest techniques and technologies for brewing, fermenting, and distilling, which will give you a competitive edge in the job market. So whether you're new to the workforce, have experience in the industry, or just looking to scratch that entrepreneurial itch, SPSCC's program could be a great fit for you. SPSCC offers options that are super flexible for education. So if you're passionate about craft beer, cider, or spirits, and want to turn that passion into a career, visit spscc.edu forward slash brewing. Do that today and learn more about SPSCC's Craft Beverage Business Management Program. Business and bourbon. Why the hell did you start a business? Real talk, real people. What is my value? Because I, I didn't know it at the time. Real drinks. I am not everybody's cup of tea. We're going to get real, man. This is where you need to be. I'm Ronnell Richards, and this is where leaders come. You're very open in sharing your story. Why? We're doing business with human beings. Like all those questions you would ask yourself if you transition to become an entrepreneur. No guidelines, no rules, make it happen. Education, inspiration, and motivation. Man, I can't wait to get into this. Welcome back to Business and Bourbon, where we have real talk with real people and Man, I got to tell you guys, it's been it's been a bit of a, of a business and bourbon drought. I get it. I know that you've been thirsting for your business and bourbon fix. And we have been so busy out there and the road, out so busy like doing events, virtual events, in-person events. But you know what? We had to come back. I had to come back to where it all began, the Business and Bourbon Podcast. And I couldn't think of a better place and a better time to do it than right now and here from Las Vegas, live at our Business and Bourbon Lounge uh, at Channel Partners Conference, uh, their annual conference in Vegas. So I am going to be bringing you some some discussions and conversations with some real rock stars and some folks that I respect in business that are that are that have honored me with their presence. They're going to come on and share a little bit of their vulnerability. Um, you know how we do, guys. So that's gonna we're gonna give them a little bit of bourbon, a little bit of whiskey. That's that's my secret. So I've got our master taster, Richie Michaels, in the other room, getting them all liquored up. So by the time I get them, they're just ready to give us all the goods. Anyway, with that said, let's get into this episode today. 
I am joined by Mr. Terry Corder. And Terry, I've had the pleasure of hanging out with you at Business and Bourbon events where you've shared your wisdom and you've shared your not only your wisdom, but your knowledge of whiskey too. <laughs> like you now, you're a Kentucky dude. I am. Yeah. Tell us where now where are you at in Kentucky? I am in Shelbyville, Kentucky, just outside uh, outside of Louisville, between Louisville and Frankfurt. Yeah. So uh, right in the heart of bourbon country, I have distilleries within five or six miles of my home. And yeah, dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. <laughs> so, you know, the question that I know that you probably always get being a Kentucky guy is, what's your favorite bourbon? I know that's a, I, all right, okay. What, yeah, what do you got? Well, it's always a tough, uh, tough question when you ask what your favorite bourbon is. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of unique, just different bottles that I go to. Um, if I just want to sip on a rock, I'll do, um, everybody likes Blanton's. Mm -hmm. That's the story of the horses and everything. Mm -hmm. That's always good. Um, I've been enjoying, uh, Woodford double Oak. Ooh. So the sh short bottle, the double Oak bottle, you know, I, that's, that's say that's one of sailors favorites. Oh, really? Know, yeah. Our, our, I don't know if you've met sailor shout out to sailor Guevara. Uh, amazing master taster does work with business and bourbon, but way more, you know, be honest. She does. She writes for whiskey magazines and all that good stuff, but I think oh, that's wow. one of her favorites. So what is it about the double Oak that you like? So I like a, a stronger flavor. I like the smoky, the, um, the double Oak really has a, a more, um, intense flavor mm -hmm. to it. In my mm -hmm. opinion, it's smooth, yeah. but that intense back of the throat, uh -huh. um, and I do the same thing with wines. Yeah. I, I tend to lean into a red wine, like a Cabernet, mm -hmm. but I want one that has a oaky finish, something that has maybe the taste of leather and smoke yeah. and dark pit fruits. Yeah. That's what I like That's in a jam. bourbon Me and too. a wine, both. So I find that, you know, oftentimes when we're doing our uh, virtual events, we will we'll use Woodford um, just because it's super approachable. So it's a good starting right. whiskey. Uh, to kind of take people on that journey. So it double is. oaked, like, what do you think? Is that like more of the, the vet, the grizzled vets whiskey, or is, <laughs> is that, or is it quite, is it approachable in your opinion? Or I think it's approachable. Um, but if they're, if you're a new bourbon taster, yeah. Woodford is a little sweeter mm -hmm. and the double oak is not going to have that sweetness. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the difference. There is a novice. You bring them in with a Woodford, a maker's mark, something that's a little lighter, a little sweeter. Yeah. And then as you develop your palate, you will start leaning towards the double oaked, the um, the smokier bourbons, the the more complex yeah. bourbons. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. By the too. way, I'm coming out there. I'm hanging out with you. You know that. Well, right? come on. You, but you know, hey, the the bar is high. All I right. Know. So I do. <laughs> so when I show up, you got to take me someplace special. I will. Okay. All, All right. right. We'll make sure we do. So you know. Those of uh, folks that are long-term listeners, first of all, thank you and welcome back. For those of you that are new listeners, um, you should know that I love music. I'm a music guy. And so I always like to know what our guests listen to, what they dig, who their favorite musicians are, because I believe it tells me a little bit about who you are as a person. It's from what you listen to. So who's your favorite artist, past, present, could be a group, whatever. What does Terry dig? So uh, 
I listen to music that is as old as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend 21? To, There's yeah, not much 21. great music right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I like music from the early late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Um, my wife, I have a playlist, and um, we have the different devices throughout the house where you can listen to playlists. Mm-hmm. And um, she had me name mine old man music. <laughs> so... It's Alexa, play old man music. Oh, no. And it goes through and plays a lot of that. Probably my favorite band of all time was Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Um, A modern band that sounds almost identical is Greta Van Fleet. Mm -hmm. So I listen to a little of them. I like that type of music. Um, I'm eclectic, though. I, um, I listen to a station on Amazon called Funky Soul Classics, okay. and it's all soul and Motown. Yeah, I love that. And a friend of mine turned me on to uh, the Black Pumas. I have never heard. They like, have it's like a soul funk group, or a, okay, uh, and newer new, or old. Okay, okay, but they have that old soul sound to it. Yeah. Um, so uh, listen to them. I've got um, shout out to Dave Rogers. He's my contact out in California. Uh-huh. He uh, shout out to Dave. To Dave, he <laughs> Dave. Uh, you Dave's not here, man. <laughs> uh, but no, he he tends to go to all those shows yeah. out in California. Uh-huh. And so um, he puts you on game. And then he'll send me, hey, you need to learn about this artist. You need to hear this. Yeah. Um, he told me about El King before she got big. He told me um, the Greta Van Fleet and the Black Pumas. He sent me all of those and. Um, I've got a playlist of music he sent me that I, every once in a while, if I want something just different, yeah, I'll listen something to different than old man music. Than old man music, yeah. You know, I, I, <laughs> I'm not, I'm just not ready to accept it quite yet. But I do find that I'm listening to a lot of the things that I would listen to 20 years ago. Yeah. Um. So maybe I'm transitioning to old man music. Maybe I'm already there, and I just don't want to admit nah. it. But uh, but if my wife try, listen, if you try to name my playlist <laughs> old man music, there's going to be a problem. I'm not ready for that. How about um transitioning man? How about transitioning man? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Well, hey, um, let's get into a little bit of business. All right. So first, let's talk about about what it is that that you that you do. How are you changing the world? What are you doing in business? So in business, I do. Um, I'm the vice president of solution engineering for a company called Fusion Connect. And we are a... Before you finish that, can I say that you just... And we've hung out before. You have way too much like personality to be the vice president <laughs> of engineering. You know you're not supposed to be that guy, right? You're I know. <laughs> the engineers aren't supposed to be those guys. Yeah. But I have a good time. I like to have a good time. I've always liked to be in front of the camera, in front of the microphone, behind the microphone. But, you got the uh, voice. You got well, the I appreciate voice, right? that. Yeah, they uh, uh, what a radio face they say. <laughs> well, um, I'm not going to say that because yeah. all of my guests are beautiful. Well, there you go. Well, thank but you. Your voice is phenomenal. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, so we we're a managed communication service provider. We handle um, helping people connect to their clients through um, UCAS, so Microsoft Teams. Yeah, that's the buzz. Everybody right now is all about Teams. We are too. We've uh, gotten Operator Connect certified. We are uh, have that SLA with Microsoft. So if there's ever an issue, we make sure that we can fix it for our clients. Yeah. So take it to the next level. And the important thing is making sure they can connect to the people they do business with. Because it doesn't matter how 
redundant you make something, mm-hmm. if they can't get every aspect of it to work, yeah, it's if they can't talk to their clients, they're not making money. Yeah, and and that's ultimately when people talk about business continuity, failover, all of that. They're talking about oh, we need dual circuits, we need things yeah. to fail, and I'm talking about I want you to be able to do business here. I want you to here in Las Vegas. You're speaking my language. You're and, talking about humanizing. You're talking about outcomes, man. Like we got to think about how whatever our solution is, whatever product we sell, widget, how it impacts that person. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not impacting them and the, the way they do their business, yeah. then you're not making them successful. And why are you selling it to them? Yeah. Why should they buy it from you? They shouldn't. So I'm all about helping them stay connected to their clients mm-hmm. and do business anywhere. I want to be able to do business while I'm here in Las Vegas and live in Kentucky. Yeah. Or if I'm in Europe, if I'm in Jamaica sitting on a beach and I have to take a phone call, guess what? I want to be able to take that phone call. And mm-hmm. I, I, can't. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want, no, I don't to. want to, but <laughs> I want to be able to do it without yeah. having to go sit in a room and hook up all this other yeah. stuff. I can pick my phone up, hit a button and I'm on a phone call. You're right. I don't want to do it. I want to sit in on the beach and sip a bourbon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've done your fair share of that. I have. Listen, we are all trying to unlock our full potential and maximize our productivity. I want to introduce you guys to Magic Mind, the ultimate brain boosting solution. This will help transform your daily routine. In a fast paced world, staying focused and energized can be a real challenge. But with Magic Mind, you'll experience a powerful blend of natural ingredients scientifically designed to enhance your cognitive performance. Picture this. You wake up feeling refreshed, take a sip of Magic Mind, and feel an immediate surge of mental clarity and sustained energy. No jitters, no crashes, just pure focus and productivity to conquer your day. Magic Mind's premium formula combines matcha, adaptogens, nootropics, and essential nutrients to optimize your brain function, improve memory, and boost creativity. It's like having a personal productivity coach in every bottle. But that's not all. Magic Mind is also a stress buster. Say goodbye to those anxious moments and hello to a calmer, more relaxed state of mind. It's the secret weapon successful entrepreneurs, artists, and top performers rely on. So whether you're in the office, hitting the gym, or pursuing your other passions, Magic Mind will help keep you in the zone so you can unlock your true potential. So don't settle for mediocre when greatness is within your reach. Ready to upgrade your mind? Head over to magicmind.com and revolutionize your daily routine. Enter code business and bourbon for an exclusive discount for business and bourbon members. Again, that's magicmind.com code business and bourbon. So let's I, let, let, let's take a step back. Um, you know, I am a guy that loves not only a good story. I like origin stories. Like the coolest thing to me, and like for for like um, Marvel and DC comic book heroes is not necessarily like what they became, but it's like how they got there. Right. Spider, I got bit by the radioactive spider or, <laughs> or whatever else. So I want to talk about your origin story. Cause you've been with your current company for a long time. Like how did you get into this business? How do you get into this space? Like where did it start for you? Um, it started for me 
1995 ish, uh, 94, 95. And I started, I helped start an internet company um, in Louisville. Mm -hmm. We had the biggest internet circuits at the time. So in 1995, which were how big? They were DS3s. Okay. So 45 megabit. Yeah. Which then you've got a pair of 45 megabit. These are phenomenal. And we had the servers, the um, Challenge DM servers, which they use these to render the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. We all about that. And I was a um, web developer. That's really where I started doing things. Got into communication and worked for several engineering companies doing communication for them uh worked for um humana health insurance yeah i ran uh, part of their network so i did a lot of that and for the first 15 years of my career i was a network engineer or manager of network engineering i wasn't on the sales side Mm -hmm. i wasn't on solution engineering i was in the back room like an engineer should be behind the glass. Don't feed the engineers behind the glass. <laughs> and uh, I had a couple of salespeople. I went to a company called Lightyear Network Solutions. Yep. Um, and, and out of Louisville. Out of Louisville. Let, let me um, tell you how I, I, how I remember them. I yep. was a partner. I still have a Louisville slugger that they sent me. Absolutely. Yeah. That was Sherm's thing, Sherman Henderson. He, yeah, um, Sherm. Yep. Sherm passed uh, a few years back. Oh. And um, it was... Sherm started a company called Unidial that mm-hmm. became Lightyear. And I went to work for Lightyear running their network. And a few of the salespeople had heard me talk or or whatever. And they're like, can you come with me and talk to this partner? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm an engineer. I stay in the room. No, I, I'd really like for you to come with me and talk to this partner. Okay. So I went with them and went and talked to a partner and did that three or four times and that partner started asking for me to come out and other partners did. And then, uh, I got a phone call from C beyond Mm -hmm. and they wanted me to come over and be a sales engineer. I'm like, yeah, sales engineer. I don't know if I want to be in sales. Yeah. I'm I'm not a sales guy. No, no, you've got the talk. Come over. So I went to C beyond Birch acquired Lightyear. at C beyond Birch acquired C beyond. Mm -hmm. And I just kept moving up through the sales engineering team and roles there and have been through dozens of acquisitions. And Well, I'll tell you what. I think that you really have one of the best types of roles like in the business where I really do. Like you get to create the solutions, right? So like that, that make like we were just talked about before in terms of making impact and, and focusing on what matters to that person, you know, right. the, the prospect or, you know, whoever you're creating the solution for. But in sales, a lot of times we get away from that. We're so focused on, you know, closing and, and, and gathering data and just all of the minutia that we don't, focus so much on okay what how's what's how do we make that impact and building a solution that rather a solution that impacts that person that's sitting across the table and so like you get to do that I and do. you don't have to do all the prospecting calls <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's why i didn't want to be in sales yeah. i didn't want to do those calls but no i do i get to make sure the solution's right for the client i get to help them identify their problems a lot of times they don't know what their problems are they yeah. just know the salesperson got a hold of them. They mentioned a word. It's the new buzzword. And then you get to talk to the client 
and I get to say, okay, what problems do you have? Yeah. I don't have any problems. How, what happens if your phones go down? Oh, I, I, I have to have my phones. What happens if your internet goes down? Yeah. Oh, I can't run credit cards then. Yeah. Well, that means you have a problem. You didn't know you had you a problem. What, Terry, you're actually one hell of a seller. <laughs> like really like that. If you, that's something that salespeople struggle with sometimes connecting those dots. Right. I got a question for you. All you right. Go back in time. Yep. Um, when you first started down this path, cause there's someone that's listening to this right now. That's the next Terry quarter. All right. What piece of either business or life advice would you give to that guy back in 95? Um, what have you learned? It's a good question. The thing I've learned, and it's going to get a little deep. It, I like deep. Let's I know. Go. That's um, why I got you liquored up first. Let's go. <laughs> so um, over my career, over the time I've been, even just with Fusion and the companies around it, I have um, I've lost a lot of peers, mm. um, people that worked for me, people that I worked for. Um, just recently, we had a uh, tragic passing in our company. Uh, Carol Leonard was part of our channel family. She um, very dear to all of us, and, and we had a, a passing with her. I think the thing that I would have told the 1995 me was when you build your friendships, these are friendships. These are family. Yeah. The people you work with day in and day out, you see them probably more than you see your family when you're in the trenches don't let don't let the opportunity pass where you can say how much you care about or appreciate that person not knowing that um they will be there the next day so i had bought two copies of your book thank you um shout out to shut the hell up and sell shut the hell up and sell get your copy that's right so i bought two copies and we were talking about it on a call and it was me and Stacy and Carol and Aaron and Carol's like, I still need to get my copy of it. I said, let me send you a copy. Mm -hmm. So I sent her one of my copies. She got it on Friday and passed over the weekend. Oh my God. That was the toughest thing. I talked to her daughter last night. So, um, ACW, the, um, channel women, they had her daughter in town. I saw it. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So I talked to her daughter at the end and w- told her the same story. And she said, well, I can tell you she was going to read it because she had it laid out on her desk to read. So that just, I told you I was going to get deep. That It broke my heart to think that the last thing was me sending her something and not getting to talk to her about it after the fact. So make sure that you tell those people day in and day out that you deal with that are your peers, your friends, they work for you, you work for them, how much they mean to you and your career, and don't let a day pass that you don't appreciate the people around you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, guys, that was a mic drop moment. Like, I, I don't <laughs> even have anything else to say, like, in, in, <laughs> other than, again... Thank you. Um, the Alliance, um, what they did, I, I, was, in, I was there for that I, as well. I knew you it were. Was, it was beautiful. And um, I think that's a fantastic takeaway from this episode. So, guys, like this, that's, 
that's what this is about at the end of the day. Like, it's not about the dollars and cents so much as, you know, the people that you, you impact, the people that you can, that you can impact the relationships that you build. That's, that's what this thing is about. So right. Terry, you're a rock star. This well, has been you. amazing. Um, how, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? They want to, so they can look me up on LinkedIn. Okay. It's Terry quarter C O R D E R. Um, Go there, send me an email, um, terry.quarter at fusionconnect.com. Yeah. So, and guys, those will be in the notes. We'll have his, uh, yeah, in the show notes, we'll have some contact information as well. Um, Terry, this was a great time, man. And again, I appreciate your honesty. I I expected nothing less, man. (laughs) I really didn't. And I know our audience appreciates it as well. Well, I appreciate that. You know, with, again, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, but you guys may remember, you know, how we enter, how we end every single episode. We in every single episode we always have and we always will with we out. So we're gonna do our we're gonna do a we out. Terry and I are gonna do a we out to get us kicked back off with the season four of business and bourbon. Terry, you ready for this on three? On three. One, two, three. We, we out. Business and bourbon was edited and produced by Glass Ripper Media. Hey, if you like this episode, we'd love it if you rated us five stars on your favorite audio or video platform. If you didn't like it so much, rewind it, have another drink. I promise you it'll sound better the next time around. Hey, we also love it if you joined us in our community at businessandbourbon.live. Yeah, go to businessandbourbon.live and join our community for free. You'll have access to exclusive content and you'll know when we're going to be in your neck of the woods for our best-in-class business and bourbon live experience. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.